0: You're listening to Nonprofit Unplugged with your host, the number one nonprofit lady, Shakira Reliford. This show teaches you how to start and grow your nonprofit with ease. Simply put, this is Nonprofit Made Easy. Welcome back. Ah, I told you guys a few episodes ago that I was going to have some celebrities on the show, and I kind of have one here. <laughs> he <laughs> is here. I'm so excited for this guest I'm excited about all my guests y'all know that but man y'all don't understand like the magic that happens right before we record and then right after record we-record and um this is my brother from another mother just saying I have with me today Dominic Combs. he is the CEO and the co-founder of be generous who is the first ever of its kind philanthropic credit product design for donating now and pay later it's like a donation layaway y'all like a whole let's donate and pay it away later right Dominic's company allows nonprofits to receive the full donations up front while donors pay interest-free installments of their donation over time there are going to be a couple different conversations that we're gonna have today we're going to talk a, little, a lot more about what Be Generous is, and how it's going to be crucial, crucial for your organization. But a little bit more about Dominic. Literally, his personal philanthropic journey comes from being on the fundraising board. So, this is certified, right? On the fundraising board of Forrest Whitaker and Val Kilmer. So dope. And he has also been an ambassador for the Global Citizen Forum, which is amazing. So, Without further ado, I want y'all to give a beautiful round of applause, wherever you are, for Mr. Dominic. How are you? Welcome I'm to great. the I'm great.
1: Thank, thanks so much for having me. How are you?
0: I am good. I am excited because I love being able to talk to everybody, like when I have different guests on the show, because mm-hmm. I learned so much more about the nonprofit space I maybe did not know before or have heard rumors, right? Good things, yeah. of course, and just hadn't really... D- dived in, dive, yep. dive, yeah. Like I haven't really been able to like dive in, and so this is something that I didn't even know existed. I knew that I had said this in the conversation jokingly, like, "Man, I wish you could just donate and just be able to like pay later, like on a firm or Klarna, or you know what I mean, like yeah. or something like that." And and there's actually something of its kind, but never in this space. So you are making history, my friend.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that I'm trying. we're trying for sure
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so tell everybody who you are who is Dominic
1: yeah, um, so you know it's kind of an interesting background. I was actually born in asia um in hong kong i'm i'm not uh, yeah i'm 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 not Asian, but I was born there and and grew up there for a couple of years, which is an interesting experience and then I moved to London England. I lived in the u k for about ten years um kind of a kind of a crazy story actually so my grandfather dropped out of high school when he was 16 years old um, to, to sell cameras, actually, at a small store in, um, uh, in London called Edgeware. Uh, the, the town is called Edgeware. And he started this small little electronics store called Dixon's And when he was 16 years old without even a high school degree. And he grew wow. that into the largest consumer electronics company in Europe today with 45,000 employees, 2,000 stores, publicly traded company with over a $10 billion market cap. Um, it's just What's an incredible story. Secret? Yeah, What's exactly. I don't know. What it is, but I'm hoping some of it rubbed off on me. So, um, I believe so. I yeah. Believe
0: so. Yeah.
1: So, you know, I grew up in London sort of under that environment. It was really interesting. And then I came to the United States, um, went to high school in LA and then eventually made, made my way to New York city, went to university and grad school in New York, um, did a master's degree at Columbia university. And then, you know, when I graduated, I didn't know what I wanted to do much like I'm sure a lot of young folks. And, you know, my, basically like my whole graduating class went to wall street. So I kind of thought like, Oh, I guess I'm supposed to go to wall street. Right. Nobody tells you anything different. So you see Mm -hmm. your friends doing it. You kind of, you know, you do what they do. Mm -hmm. So I went to wall street and I immediately was like, this is not for me. (laughs) It was just nothing about it was interesting to me at all. I didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't enjoy the work. I didn't understand the work. I wasn't, um, you know, I didn't love the folks I was working with. And so it became, it dawned on me very quickly that I I needed to, you know, to pivot to something I was passionate about. And I knew I wanted to try to make the world a better place, right? I I don't want to be overly self-indulgent because I obviously cared somewhat about making money too, but it wasn't, I I wanted to do something that had a positive effect on the world. And so I was young and naive and I thought, okay, well, government, that's going to be where I can have the most effect. And so I became a political aide to the Afghanistan ambassador, uh, which was an incredibly interesting position um, during the war in Afghanistan. So that was, very interesting oh, and did wow, that for a right. bit yeah that, that was that was wild and um you know I was working at a clearance and everything it was fascinating and um, did that for a while and then I got asked to join the Senate Finance Committee the chairman's office of the Senate Finance Committee. And so I was in the chairman's office, I was working as an economics associate in the the chairman's office of the Finance Committee, working in national politics, which had always been a dream of mine. You know, I'm an immigrant to the United States, I'm now a dual US UK citizen, but I was just fascinated by politics when I came to America. And so I was working in politics. And I'd really only gone into politics because I wanted to kind of do the people's work and make the world a better place if I could. And I realized, you know, uh, after after a while there, I realized, wow, there's a lot of politicking and politics, so to speak, right? A lot of the work that you do is not necessarily policy work. There's a lot of politics involved. And so I was kind of a little bit frustrated by the um, the lack of progress. So I decided, okay, I knew I didn't want to work in banking. I knew I didn't work. I, I knew I didn't want to work purely in politics. There had to be some happy medium between profit and purpose where I could really try to push things forward in a meaningful way. But at the same time, I wanted to make a private sector living. And so I... Um, moved back out to Los Angeles and I linked up with a company called Global Philanthropy Group, which at the time was one of the first private philanthropic consulting firms in the United States. And so we would run, manage, advise and um, scale the philanthropic foundations for celebrities, um, <clears throat> high net worth individuals and corporations. Everybody, you know, our clients range from Kobe Bryant and Madonna uh, to you know, to the Buffett family, to Facebook, and everybody in between. I mean, it was an incredible, incredible roster of clients. And um, eventually, was running business development for the firm. Uh, was there for several years, loved it, and really managed uh, at some of the world's leading philanthropic organizations for a lot of these celebrities, corporations, and high net worth folks. Eventually, that company was sold um, in 2017 to um, Todd Wagner, who is a billionaire, who is Mark Cuban's business partner. And um, right around, right before that time, I went off to start my second company, which is a company called Giving. Um, And uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Shopify, but Shopify, yeah, so you know Shopify. So Shopify is the digital one-touch solution for instantly launching an e-commerce store. And -hmm. there are 2.2 million e-commerce stores in the United States. Mm -hmm. I said to myself, well, why can't we do the same thing for nonprofits? And so... Forbes said that we're the Shopify for nonprofits. And what we did is we built basically a digital one-touch solution for instantly launching a nonprofit project because there are 1.7 million nonprofits in the United States. It's the same size market. And yet, as Mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure starting running and operating a nonprofit is very expensive, very time consuming, and very labor intensive. Mm -hmm. So we built a company called Giving, which is now a pretty well-known company that allows someone to basically instantly start a nonprofit project the same way that Shopify allows you to instantly launch an e-commerce store. And um, I ran that for six years as CEO. It was a great experience. And then at the beginning of 2021, I came to my board and said, look, I'm ready to step out as CEO because I'm starting my next company called Be Generous. And um, my board gave me their blessing and uh, asked me to be the president of the company. So I'm now the president of giving and I'm on the board. And I started this amazing, amazing company called Be Generous because the opportunity was just too big to ignore. And I'll, uh, I'll get into that stuff later, but that's a little bit about my background
0: a little bit about your background um i told you i had a celebrity on here guys my goodness i am like everything you kept saying i was just like oh, and then what and then what happened What? Did that? oh my goodness so okay let's get into being generous i'm on the website like shopping around guys like i'm on here like mm-hmm. yes Actively. And I literally just sent it to like four nonprofits, like emailed their boards. Like, hey, guys, check this
1: out. I am very um, excited to share this with you. Very, very excited.
0: Yes. All right. So walk us through. Well, you walk us through what Be Generous is, but more so um, what initially what really sparked like the I got to get up and do it. Like I have to do this. Yeah
1: it's 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 a great question and i have a you know it's i have a very specific answer so are you i'm sure your listeners and i'm sure you're familiar with buy now pay later companies have you ever heard of these companies are oh, like yeah. affirm klarna afterpay Sezzle. these are companies mm-hmm. that exist that are called buy now pay later and what they do is they they allow you to do exactly what the product name sounds like you can buy a product now you'll receive the product the merchant who sells you the product will receive the money and then you'll pay for it later right so it's basically a credit product and these buy now, pay later companies are very, very successful. They've been doing billions and billions of dollars of loan transaction volumes every year. And these companies are now worth billions and billions of dollars. So the largest buy now, pay later company in the United States is a company called Affirm, A-F-F-I-R-M. And the, um, the founding COO, chief operations officer of Affirm, is a friend of mine. And so seven years ago, if you can believe this, I was sitting in her office in San Francisco and she was telling me all about a firm. and the company was very new at the time, maybe like a year or two old. And she starts telling me, you know, this is what we're doing and and this is how it's going to change the e-commerce space and here's how Buy Now, Pay Later works. And I I really didn't know much about Buy Now, Pay Later at the time. And um, I'm sitting there and I'm listening and as I'm hearing her explain it, all of a sudden I have this aha moment where I say, huh, why couldn't we? take this infrastructure and apply it to the largest underserved sector of finance in the world, which is the U.S. nonprofit market, which, as you know, processes about half a trillion dollars a year worth of donations, and 72% of those donations come from individuals like you and I. So mm-hmm. I was running, you know, I, I just started that company, Giving, that I was telling you about at the time, so I couldn't, you know, I didn't want to do two things at the t- same time, so I said to myself, okay, well, I think this is a good idea, but I'll, I'll put this away in my head, and I'll come back to it later if it makes any sense and i basically didn't tell anybody about this for 7 years if you can believe that i mean i just kept it in my head for the most part <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. and and so 7 years later at the beginning of 2021 i'm sitting at my desk and i turn on the news and i see the headline a firm to ipo for 24 billion dollars my friend's company went public for 24 billion dollars and i was like that is mm-hmm. incredible like what an amazing yeah. journey you know to see your friend build a company like that mm-hmm. so you know i essentially um you know, long story short, I, you know, I, I congratulated her and I called her up to congratulate her. And as we were talking, I said, you know, you inspired an idea that I had that I've never really told anybody about. I would love to hear what you think of the idea. And I said, um, you know, you're the woman that built the largest buy now, pay later company in the world. I want to build the first ever philanthropic credit product, which instead of allowing somebody to buy now, pay later, allows somebody to donate now and pay later. In effect, allowing the donor to make a charitable contribution to a nonprofit, the nonprofit receives the donation upfront in a lump sum. The donor receives the full tax deduction, but the donor doesn't spend any money out of pocket today. And instead, they get to pay over time over three, six, or nine months completely for free. There's no interest payments, there's no fees, there's no late fees, there's no transaction costs. You're simply just taking the donation and spreading it out over a series of payments. And we send the money to the nonprofit upfront right away, and you also get your full tax deduction right away. And so, for example, if, um, you, know, if you wanted to donate, let's just, I'm making this up, but if you wanted to donate $100 to the Red Cross and you wanted to do it through Donate Now Pay Later, the Red Cross would receive $100 right now. You would receive a tax deduction for $100, but no money would come out of your bank account. And in 30 days from now, your first payment of 10 bucks would be due if in fact you had financed it over 10 months. And then every 30 days, only $10 is leaving your account. But of course you've already got your tax deduction and they've already received the money. So I sort of explained it to her that way. And she was like, oh, this is, you know, this is, this is really smart. I, you know, and, uh, I'd love to, um, you know, I'd love to invest. And so um, Beautiful. Long, long story short, that began this incredible journey that we had where we've now, you know, we've raised about a $10 million venture capital round to build the company. And, um, we've been building this company over the last two years. Um, it's been this incredible journey. We raised a huge credit lending facility from, um, a couple of banks who basically, uh, you know, gave us the capital to lend out. And what we've done is we've built the first ever philanthropic credit product, which allows somebody to donate now, pay later. Um, and what we've seen, just to kind of round this out here, what we've seen in our early studies is that 82%, 82% of donors who've had the opportunity to use our prototype um, indicated that they would double their donation, double their donation using Donate Now, Pay Later. And it makes a ton of sense because when you allow somebody to pay for something over time, in almost any industry, people pay more, right? Even just take monthly giving versus one-time giving. The one-time average online gift in the United States is $177. That's the average one-time online gift in the United States. The average monthly reoccurring gift in the United States is $54. So if you take $54 and you multiply by 12, that's $648. Mm-hmm. So that means, what that means is that the average American who donates gives $177 if they do it one time. But if they sign up to give monthly, they're donating $648, right? And so what we do is we basically take that $648, give it to the nonprofit now, And allow you to and and give you the donor the full tax deduction for the full six hundred and forty eight dollars, but allow you to pay it over time for free.
0: And you know what's really cool too, because I I just thought about this. This will this really would allow for a lot of donor retention, like donor retention for the nonprofit side to increase. Because here's the thing: when you have the option to and I use a firm a lot, (laughs) so Whenever I'm, cause I literally just download the app and I just shop off a firm itself. And I'm like, well, you I, like target, I need you to tell me what I need to buy and just pay it off later. Right. And right. so when, once once I have that ease and the flexibility and the comfortability, right. To be able to just air quote, shop around and donate around essentially, I'm going to do it again. And then I can give more. Like and then from there, after it's paid off, I want to keep doing. I like I could keep donating to the same nonprofit or to different organizations, right? And I could easily spend not spend, but you know what I mean? Like donate a couple grand. I mean, over time, but still, it's like wow. And it looks good for taxes. Listen, the tax write-off is real. Like I, this year was the first year I actually wrote my donations off in taxes because prior to I wasn't doing it. Yes, my yes. God, I should have been. Now I understand <laughs> the importance of that. But it, it allows for donors to not just give a one and done. You know, it's not a booty call, right? It's it's right. essentially you need the funds to continue to grow operations, to continue to grow capacity. And you, you well, can do-
1: build Yeah, go ahead. With meets, it meets donors where they're at, right? So, yes. so Fidelity Charitable um, put out a report last year called Overcoming Barriers to Charitable Giving. That's the name of the report. And in the report, they, they did a big survey with American donors. And what they found out is that 66%, so two-thirds of American donors, said, I want to be able to give more to my favorite nonprofit, but I'm currently unable to do so, right? And the reason that they're unable to do so is because of their liquidity problems, their liquidity, right, cash on hand. So what this product does, it says, you can now give what you want to give, not what you feel constrained to give. And you can do it by paying that bigger donation over time at no cost to you. And of course, this is a huge benefit to the nonprofit because then they get the money up front. So like, for example, you know, if you donate, if you're normally a donor who gives 50 bucks every year to your favorite nonprofit, and if I said to you, hey, listen, instead of giving $50 a year, why don't you give $10 a month, just $10 a month? for the next 10 months. And if you do that, what I'll do is I'll send this nonprofit $100 right now. So this nonprofit is going to get double the amount of money. So obviously, they're going to be happy. And presumably, you'll be happy because you care about the organization. I'm then going to give you a tax deduction for 100 tax deductible receipt for $100. And no money is going to leave your bank account today. And in 30 days, only $10 is coming out for the next 10 months. And then nine months after that, what we basically see is that 82% of donors are willing to accept that offer. They're saying, yeah, you know what? I want to give more to my favorite nonprofit, but I just maybe don't have the cash on hand. It's too much. I want to spread out my payments, whatever it might be. And so... I'll I'll pay for this over time, but it makes me feel great knowing that the nonprofit's getting the money now. And of course, the nonprofits love it because then they don't have to worry about things like monthly donor cancellations, pledge defaults. And of course, they don't have to worry about the money dripping. And over the course of a year, they get the money up front, which is a huge benefit for nonprofits because the problem in the nonprofit space is not a problem of donations. There's more than enough money going around in the nonprofit world. It's a problem of liquidity. Because 40% of all donations in America come in the last three months of the year. So that means what that means is that the first three quarters of the year, first 75% of the year, nonprofits are suffering a liquidity problem. They don't have the cash on hand to run the programs that they need when they need to do it. And, and recently, CNN put out a report that said about half of all nonprofits in the United States have less than one month of cash on hand. So this product really yeah. fundamentally solves that problem by providing mm-hmm. nonprofits li- with all that liquidity up front, that donation up front. But it does so without stressing the donor's bank account because the donor can pay it off over time you know, when it's convenient for them in three, six, or nine-month increments.
0: I don't even know what else to say, but wow. Like... <laughs> There's so many pros and like no cons. There's no cons. You you leave no room for error here, like no room for an excuse uh on either part. And I love it because donors love to feel engaged with their organizations of their choice, right? Like they love to feel like they're a part of the family almost. And yeah. this is huge because. Now they can do that. Without the stress, like you said, um, it, exactly. it, like you, it's not a donor problem; it's a liquidity problem. That's that's a tagline. That's a quote. You right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're No, that
1: down. I mean you're you're right. And if you look at what the buy now pay later world look, the buy now pay later world is under scrutiny right now because they're charging interest to consumers, right? So you have these like young kids who are who are saying like, Hey, cool, I can now buy this expensive television or this expensive pair of you know uh, shoes or whatever, <laughs> and they don't understand that actually because of the you're getting charged twenty percent interest, and then that's gonna cost Cause problems mm-hmm. for them, so we do mm-hmm. not do that. We this is this is free for donors. I just want to say that again. This is free for donors. There is no cost to donors to use this, right? So we've taken that element out. But if you look at the benefits of buy now pay later for merchants or for e-commerce stores, what? Let, let, let look at a firm, for example. A firm says we can increase the average order value on a transaction for a merchant by roughly eighty six percent. Right. So so basically they're saying to they're saying to Best Buy or Amazon or whoever, listen, we're going to increase your average order size by 86 percent simply by allowing people to pay it off over time. Well, what we're seeing, we're seeing similar numbers in the nonprofit space. We're telling nonprofits we're going to be able to increase your ADV, your average donation value substantially. Right. Because we're seeing that people are. 82% of the time, people are indicating that they're willing to double their contribution or more. And by the way, I should say one other thing, Shakira, that number, 82%, went up, went up. That number went up to 89% amongst donors who give $1,000 or more. So almost 90% of donors who give $1,000 or more who had a chance to use our prototype said, hey, if this was available on my nonprofit's website, I would use it to increase my contributions by double or more which is uh, I- an incredible statistic.
0: Yeah. Um, man. Oh, man. I hope y'all are taking notes. That's all I could say. And <laughs> <laughs> the website and all the information will be in the show notes. However, man, this is, this is history. I'm telling you, this is just history right here. This is dope. Well, <laughs> yeah. So let's shift gears a little bit because I'm yeah. dying to know, dying to know. Do you feel like you're fulfilling your life's purpose?
1: I do. Um, I I jokingly tell people there are a lot easier ways to make money than (laughs) running a VC backed tech company in the nonprofit (laughs) space. Probably, Uh I, I humbly may say this is probably one of the hardest ways to do it. So, you know, for me, I didn't do this, you know, to make a quick buck. This is absolutely not what I'm interested in doing. I mean, I've devoted really my whole professional adult life to doing something at the intersection of profit and purpose and more on the purpose side. You know, I could have stayed in banking, obviously I, I could have gone into consulting. I mean, there's a myriad of other things I could have done. I chose to do this, um, you know, this in giving and and global philanthropy group, because I love the idea that my work can have a positive effect on the world. And I'm using the tools that we have in the 21st century of technology, scale, unit economics, economies of scale to create products that generate efficiencies in the philanthropic space, because the philanthropic space is massive, right? There are, you know, half a trillion dollars worth of donations, 1.7 million nonprofits, about 3.8 trillion dollars worth of assets held by nonprofits and one in 10 Americans, one tenth of the American workforce, um, is you know, one in 10 Americans work for a nonprofit. So you have this massive sector that's been largely ignored by the Silicon, big Silicon Valley tech companies and there has not been a lot of innovation in the nonprofit space. Um it really fundamentally philanthropy is the same as it was 30 40 years ago with the exception of it's it's gone digital in some aspects. But there hasn't been a ton of innovation And yet if you look at the e-commerce space, you look at the banking space, you look at the financial space, there's been huge innovation and huge um, changes as a result of technology. So what I've always been fascinated with is taking the tools of the private sector and saying, hey, let's adapt them to the philanthropic market, the largest underserved sector of finance in the world, and let's create efficiencies in this market that's highly fragmented and in many cases inefficient, because I, I believe in the promise of philanthropy at the end of the day. That's what this comes down to. I believe that philanthropy can can be a force for good. Philo means lover. Thropy is humanity. I mean, the word, the word literally means lover of humanity. And I, I believe, it, you know, in a country like the United States in particular, where the government does not have a strong social safety net, that the philanthropic space, you know, can help a lot of people. And I, And I think all the money is there to do it. And I think the resources are there. There's a, there's a misalignment between the liquidity needs of the nonprofits and the ability for donors to give. And I think that Be Generous can really solve that problem in a meaningful way. And if we do that at scale, Shakira, we will unlock billions and billions of dollars of additional liquidity at scale. And that's what I want to see happen, because that money will trickle down into the programmatic work and help the people on the ground who need the help the most. Um, and I think we can all agree, you know, times are tough and and people need help. So yes, I think I'm fulfilling my mission. Um, and it's, it's tough, but I, I enjoy the work and, uh, I'm happy to be doing it.
0: Yeah. You, um, are, you have become in a sense, the, the Messiah of giving right now. (laughs) So (laughs) in, in the, in the most positive way. Um, but I, I am, I am in awe of this product. I'm going to scream this from the heaven's tops mountain (laughs) top. Like, build this in your system now right great um thank you so much for being here i i'm speechless and, and i don't get speechless often but when i am i'm like taking this all in so thank you thank you thank you so so, so much it's for, my pleasure
1: thank you for having me
0: yeah. so can, where can we find you where can we find be generous and learn more
1: yeah, so if you're interested in connecting with me personally, you can. I'm 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 on LinkedIn. Uh, Dominic D O M I N I C. Last name is Calms K A L M S. I'm very active on LinkedIn, so please you know reach out to me, connect with me, message me, and I'm happy to chat. Um, if you want to learn about be generous or talk about donate now pay later, um, you can go to our website, which is the letter B and the word generous. So it's not it's not B E. It's just the letter B, then the word generous, normal spelling. begenerous.com. And uh, we have we have product videos on there, we have demos on there, we have an FAQ section on there. So for anyone who's interested in learning more, it's all on there. And we would love, love, love to talk with you, and we'd love to work with you. So please do reach out.
0: Awesome, thanks, Dominic.
1: Thank you. This is wonderful. I, I really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you in the audience, and uh, it's really fun. I do. A, I do a lot of interviews. I did. A lot, I did a <laughs> recently. We did a ton of press, and this was definitely one of the more enjoyable and fun ones. So I appreciate you having me on.
0: Yes. That's the mission. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's talk about this space unplugged, um, let our hair down, but definitely be edutainable, right? Like educational and entertaining. So I, love I, it. I I appreciate the feedback so much. And you guys know where you can find myself and the nonprofit's Twitter page. Nonprofit's Twitter page is nonprofit capital U-N-P-L-U. So nonprofit Unplu with the number one. And then I'm also on LinkedIn and Facebook at my name. You can follow me on Facebook now. If you want to know more, you can reach out to Dominic. You know where to find him now. All the information will be in the show notes. And if you can't get to him, let me know and I can get to him for you. So (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. yes. So, yes. all right. Thank you. Take care, everybody. Y'all know what to do. Take action. Share, 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 share this episode with somebody you know. If you didn't think it was informative for you, it's definitely informative for someone you know. So, share it. I got some workshops coming up. We'll talk about that here. Listen for some commercials about that soon. But um, I got some workshops coming up in October. So, stay tuned for that. I think I've covered all of the, the juiciness. So, <laughs> All righty. Well, y'all continue to uh, be blessed and we can't wait to see you on top. Thank you, Dominic.
1: Thank you so much. Bye, guys.
0: You've been listening to Nonprofit Unplugged. Please rate and comment this show for more amazing content.